0: I have three boys. I almost said teenage boys, but one of them, Cody, is now 20. Cooper is almost 18, and Brayden, our youngest, is 15. I've been a dad for 20 years now, and I've learned a lot along the way. I've made a lot of mistakes along the way. Being a military man and a husband and a father has given me plenty of opportunities to screw up and to practice and learn from my own human connection skill set. One of the things that I've learned and that I'm still learning is how to engage with my sons when the stakes are high for them. Think about this for a second. I know a lot of you watching this, you have kids that range from little bitty to, to grown. And how many times have you engaged with your kids when they come up to you to tell you something that to them it means life or death or it's the most important thing in the world. Hey, dad. Hey, dad. Hey, dad. Listen. Hey, dad. Hey, dad. Right? And what do we do? What do we do? Son, not right now. Dad's watching America's Got Talent. It's what we do. And I've done that my share as well. And the other thing that I like to do is when my sons come to me with something or there's an issue is I want to tell them right away how they need to fix it before they even get the, or with my wife, before they get the words out of their mind, out of their mouth, good news, I know how to fix it. And I'm going to tell you before you can even punctuate your sentence. No, both of those obviously land flat. And as you listen to this, you might even be, you know, chuckling a little bit, but you know, you've done it too, Right. So this video, we're gonna talk about how to not do that, and more importantly, how to take it an even step further, and how to lean in and really maximize the conversations. I mean, flip that around, I've had some conversations since I've been working on this with like my youngest son, Braden, who is in his 10th grade year in high school. You know, if he comes to me with something, what I try to do is really listen to what's being said, Really be present, really lean in and ask him how he feels about that. Or if I do share something, I share from a place of vulnerability. I share where I screwed up. I share where I made a mistake and ask him how that lands on him. What do you think about that? And he's like, wow, you know, you really screwed up bigger than me, you know? And, and what I found is the connection runs deeper and we're able to move forward toward our goals, right? I don't do that all the time, but I've learned to do that better. And I've learned to do that same approach with clients, with you know real estate deals. I've learned to lean in when I'm talking with corporate leaders, lean in when I'm talking with small business owners, when I'm coaching someone right here in the story lab, in my coaching program, how to tell their story, or working with a veteran who's transitioning, I lean in. I lean in and I get really present because if you're gonna own the room, one of the most important things you can do, if you're gonna achieve relevance, and, and, and fulfill on the reciprocity of the people you serve, where they want to follow you, buy from you, you know, invest in you, you got to lean in. So much so that in this low trust, high stakes environment, the people who do that, they have an unfair advantage, right? But that means you have to know this at a conscious level, not a semi-conscious level. We got to move the needle from instinct to skill, right? So how do we do that? How do we lean in? Well, the first thing I need you to know is this, to truly appreciate what I'm talking about. There are a lot of studies that show your body language, your physicality in an interpersonal engagement is up to 60% of the human connection. Think about that for a second. 60%. Another 30% is voice tonality, and then maybe 10% is the actual spoken word. But where do we spend most of our time, Wes? In the spoken word, from the neck up, We leave the physicality, the presence, the intention, the availability, we leave it out. And so we are virtually and literally leaving value on the table. Value in the form of social capital, human connection, and yes, revenue. Because we are social creatures and we are wired to sniff things out at very deep levels. And you know when someone is not present, don't you? You know when someone is not intentional when they are not leaning in, when they are thinking about other things, and how do you catalog that in your mind? It manifests as distrust, as a disconnection, as I don't want to work with that person. So we don't want to do that. We want to go the other way. Think about it this way. When you sit across from someone, right, how often are you distracted? How badly do you want to check that phone? It's just right there. It's vibrating. I got to check it. Microsoft took a poll that said the average human attention span today is eight seconds. I think it's probably less than that. That's one second less than a guppy. So how distracted are you when you're sitting across from people? Next is how often when you're sitting there talking to someone, you thinking about what I'm going to say. Boy, as soon as they get to me, I'm going to be ready. Or I'm already thinking. Of, so what's happening then? You've shut that other person out, right? Shoop! The wall is up and you're thinking about in your head what you're gonna say. The next thing is we are in our head. We're communicating from up here, right? We're all caught up in our head. And when we are like that, we get into this state that is not connective, And it looks like you don't trust yourself, right? Because you're all in your head, right? How often do you do that? It's all about, you know, basically being present. And a lot of times when we're engaged with people, we're not present, we're not available. And it's because we don't take the time to get intentional. We're not deliberate about how we show up. Remember, leadership guys, rooftop leadership, is the management of energy, according to Professor James Clawson. Yours and those around you, that's your job. Your job as a leader is to manage your own energy and the energy of those around you. Well, if you're gonna lean in and connect with people, you only have so much energy to give before you start dissipating and tapping out. Have you ever experienced that in a conversation where one person just talks the whole time and you're like, oh my God. like, And you lose all your energy, right? So we want to be very intentional about our own energy and how we manage the energy of those around us by leaning in. Here's some things you can work on to do that. And again, if you'll do this, you have a huge edge. Nobody else does this. These are small moves, big outcomes. One is prepare to show up. If I'm going to walk in the house from a day at work or working out here in the story lab, and Braden's coming home from school, and Cooper's coming home from school, I need to create a pause, a a, a story break, a scene break between being out here and walking in the house. I need to get out of my head, and I need to be present for my kids or my wife. There's a gap that I need to create so that I step into that new scene. One of the best ways to do that, big belly expand, inhale, squeeze belly to spine, exhale, right? Dr. Belisa Varonich teaches that. It's a lower body breath. Do three of those and watch how your parasympathetic nervous system kicks in and you hit that calm and connect state and you're ready to walk in present. There's some other techniques I teach called pre-engagement prep. Get into our rooftop leadership mastery community and you can learn those. Huge game changer for when you have to go and lean in. But the breath is a great place to start. Next is check in with how they're doing, right? Check in with them. If you find your mind starting to wonder or you're wondering to check your phone or wonder what's for supper, you immediately need to check in with them. With your eye contact, you need to literally lean in, point your feet towards them. Watch, your feet are probably pointing towards the door because you're ready to go. Our body does not lie, right? Up here, about 50% of the time, down here, body doesn't lie. So keep the feet pointed right at them, lean in, show your chest, don't cover, be present, check in. You can even ask how they're doing. Are we meeting your goals? Is this getting where we need to be? And watch what happens. You get out of your head and you get into your body and you're where you need to be. And there's reciprocity with that. There's relevance with that. This is how the pros do it. And if you do this, it'll give you a huge edge. Now let me ask you this question. Ask yourself this. What happens if I don't lean in? What happens if I just show up the way I feel like showing up? What happens if I show up carrying all my crap from the last thing that just happened to me? What's that going to mean to my kid? What's that going to mean to my potential client? What's that going to mean to my customer I've had all these years? What's that going to mean to my associate who's busted their ass all day for you and is just looking for one moment, one touch point for you to tell them they did the right thing? What's that going to mean? What's that going to cost you as a leader? Way too much. We spend far too much time today not leaning in, not being present. For the people we love the most and for the people we care about the most. This is where the work comes in. This is what separates rooftop leaders from all the other amateurs out there in the arena. It's about serving and being relevant to the people you serve and the problems they face and the desires they have. Lean in. Apply these three things and watch what happens. It's very important very powerful, right? And if you don't do it, you literally create social insurgents in your family, in your business, in your community, who will look for the first opportunity to tube your goals and what you're trying to do. It's not worth it. Take the time, do the work, lean in. Become part of our Rooftop Leadership Mastery community. This is the kind of thing we do. We're changing the world with this little community, aren't we, Wes? We're changing the world. This is a movement of servant-minded leaders who go to the rooftop and inspire people to follow them up those ladders, not because they have to, but because they choose to, because they're the most relevant person in the room, right? That's leadership. If that interests you, if you think that could help your business, your life, your family, your community, then you need to be part of Rooftop Leadership Mastery. You just go to rooftopleadership.com forward slash mastery, and for what you spend going out to eat with your family once a month, You have access to a private team room of leaders like us where we're in there, I'm in there all the time digging into this stuff. Monthly group coaching calls that are amazing and even a rooftop university where you can go do self-study at your own pace. You don't wanna miss this. Become part of the Rooftop Leadership community. Rooftopleadership.com forward slash mastery. Thanks for what you do. Lean in and I'll see you on the rooftop.